They are writing down the time, and we are starting a podcast here, episode 497, Jake Johansson. Oh, are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. Three away from 500? And last time, 449, one away from 450. Mm. Mm, Not as good as 500. No, but it seems like you'd be doing more per year than 52, but then again, it's once a week, isn't it? Yeah, and we, you know, things happen, there's holidays, there's comedians who aren't available to record with me. So why are we even counting? Why are we even counting? You know what? This is episode zero, season zero. Here we go. My name's Justin Severson. I host a podcast here at Acme Comedy Company. (laughs) It's great for you. Is there any person listening, and please email... Jeez, continue that question. Is there any person listening who's heard all of them besides you? Not a freaking chance. Could there be? If there is, I'd like to I'd like to see just a snapshot, just a selfie. Just send in your selfie. If you've listened to all of the Acme podcast, send in a selfie and come on down. Uh hopefully when I'm here sometime, because I, I just like to see who who did it. Who could do it? No, there's there's that person's not allowed to have any it's probably locked up somewhere if that person exists. They can't. They, they don't have access to a phone. They probably have. You know, they get to use a phone once a day that's monitored. Mm-hmm. It's no, no one's contacting t- us with it's that. O- information. It's only going to take you a few months if you're putting in forty hour day, forty hour weeks. You could knock these all out, right? Well, I mean, that's the thing. Now they're only about a half hour, give or take. They used to be an hour. Oh, sweet. So it's gotten easy for the completist. E- easier, yeah. Easier, yeah. yeah. It's not. It's not easy. <laughs> Nothing's easy. Not in this world. The Nothing's com- easy. The completist. I think I've asked you this before. I don't remember. Are you a collector? Are you a completist? You collect things? I think we have discussed this, I or I have discussed this with people before. I've I've been tempted. I've draw- I've been I've been seduced and drawn in to the idea of collecting things. And then I'm at a point in my life now where I've seen people older than me who get to the phase of like. I got to get rid of this stuff because I'm going to die and I'm the only person who knows that this is valuable and somebody is going to come in and get my dead guy collection and just not get the full cash value out of it. So I'm like all about if I could if I could sell half of the stuff in my house right now for even half of what it's worth, I would do that. I would take that deal. The problem is I don't have time to go on eBay or trade me or whatever the thing is to sell sport coats i for a while i was saving clothes that i'd worn on letterman as if someone would give a shit about that and now i'm like look i'm i look i don't want to hurt my own feelings but there's not going to be a museum of me and if there is (laughs) i'm curating it so i get to decide what's valuable (laughs) if you watch my that facebook live show that i was doing and now i'm sporadically still doing you can see some of the items that i have absolutely um but uh i would Oh, if there was an easy way where I didn't have to have a conversation with someone about like, how, when did you get that? How, does it still work? Does, do you have to wind it up or does it have batteries in it? Is, will it, can I use that with my, will my toddler like that? Or can you choke on it if you give it to, a, I'm, I'm just like, no questions, just buy this thing. I don't even want to mail it to you. I'm going to just put it, <laughs> I'm going to put it in a box and I'm going to tell you where the box is and you can just go pick it up. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'd like to do. You no, know, a lot of people will just they'll, they'll put stuff on their front in the front yard and just say uh, you know put the free sign on it, or they'll I not don't want to just sign, give it away. They'll put, the, they'll put the message online like uh, I'm not. It's there until it's gone. You know, it's available until it's gone. I'm not going to update this. I don't want to do that. I do want to. Some of it, it's too nice and worth something that I want to get something out of it. 
My wife has agreed to sell this J Press sport coat that I bought in Washington, D.C. It's a really nice tweed, wool tweed sport coat. But, uh, you know, I don't wear sport coats anymore. But if you're a preppy guy and you want this jacket, it's like brand new. I've barely worn it. The the problem now is when you come on stage at a comedy club, you want to look nicer than the people there, and the bar is so, so low. low. I mean, <laughs> especially if you're a dude, because the thing now where guy, you'll see women dressed up like they're going out to a dance nightclub, and the guy they're with looks like he just finished mowing the lawn. And uh, Oh, standards have changed so much. I, just, I was telling you briefly, I attended a funeral recently, uh, the last two weeks. The standards of dressing for a funeral have changed. People are wearing, you know, their their Air Jordans, yeah, with with, with jeans. I like I always it. thought that was a formal occasion. Not not so much anymore. Well, you just at least you showed up. At least you could be bothered to go to the funeral. That's I true. mean, look, when we really think about funerals, it's a dead person. They they are not there. It's for the person who's alive. They're not judging. No, no. They don't. They, well, I guess I'd like to think this is the problem with dying old. You live to be old, and all the people who really care about you are dead. Like you won, and so the price of that is not many people go to your funeral. But if you really want a well-attended funeral, you got to die young. Die young, and nobody's into that. No, I mean I'm not. No, oh, it's not worth so. it. Heaven's it's not worth it. Uh, uh, time out. Just, we're we're going to keep recording. But what I happened? Just, I is your wife you, calling? No, it's a it's. These mother... So, uh, do you ever get calls where it says... Uh, it doesn't say scam, which is the obvious ones you Mine don't Mine says scam likely. Scam yeah. likely. So, I've been getting one that... It, it's a local number that shows up, like a local Twin mm-hmm. Cities number. And yep. it's been calling nonstop for several weeks now. And I just keep ignoring it. However, a tax person needs to be getting a hold of me that hasn't called me back. So, I'm like, well, maybe it's that. So, I answered it on the way here today. I said hello six times before they said anything back. Is this Justin? Yes. Who is this? Pause, pause, pause. Finally, they said, I'm with the Pioneer Press. It's one of the local newspapers. They wanted me to resubscribe. Uh-huh. I very quickly went, no thanks, no thanks, nope, nope, no thanks, no thanks, and hung up on them. It's less than an hour, and they're calling me back. I one time was getting phone calls from the same number, and it was, a, it was like a computer fax machine internet tone thing. It was trying to make some kind of connection and it turned out that it was some federal reserve number that had somehow my number got glitched into their computer and it's so it's relentlessly calling me like multiple times i'm trying to block it and work around it won't stop calling me and i can't remember how i finally got out of it but it was like change your number the machines (laughs) are going they're they're already running things the machines are running things this chat gpt is taking over eventually it's going to just do this podcast as you and me and then chat gpt is going to realize like why do i care if human beings have something to listen to you know why do i care why why am i still trying to design cars or invent sweaters that everybody likes i've got better things to do i'm an all i'm an all-knowing all-seeing artificial intelligence i'm going to build a rocket and go to another planet and devour the natural resources there as soon as i get rid of all these human beings that have made a mess of the earth (laughs) i don't care that they created me do we care what monkeys think that's we descended from monkeys and you we we hook them up to electrodes on their brains and uh, you know we're not really taking good care of our primate ancestors so these a- artificial intelligence robots of the future they're not going to care about us they look at how we treat each other and they're like it's okay to let them let them live in the tents on the street that's I, fine things went too far when these robots are getting judgy 
Like, yeah. Like, we're doing this too much or not enough. Yeah. Well, and it's too easy for... Do you see how they got... Do, have you seen some of these examples where the AI kind of goes nutto and it tries to get you to divorce your wife or commit suicide? Like, and we're so unbalanced... Did it to me 10 years ago, those sons of bitches. Human beings, are, we're so delicate. Like, we're killing ourselves. We'll take... We'll Take our own. Don't kill yourself, everybody. Just hang in there. That's what the robots want. They want you to kill yourself. Don't kill yourself. Turn off your robot overlord. <laughs> That's immediately the one listener who's listened to all these shows. Remind us if we said that before, though. By the way. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't care if I've said it before. It's not working. I'm going to keep saying it until finally. Yeah, that's what you have to do. Keep saying the until lights, it works. When the lights go out in here, we'll either know that the AI has woke up and it's trying to shut us down, or that finally someone has thrown a monkey wrench into the into the robot overlord, and it's time to go camping. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Well, that's what we have to do. That's that's the problem. That's the problem with. Once the robots are done, it's we're all, we're all in a big camp out now, mm -hmm. and that's going to be a tough learning curve for me. I don't know how to do it. I, I'm not ready. I'm definitely not ready. Um, I, I I came here today with a question that I was going to ask you. It's so amazing that you brought up the Letterman clause. Because is there still time? Because I was going to. Is there still time for the question? <laughs> We've run out of time. Okay. We're going to uh, 2024. We're going to hit that one up again. Uh, how many did you ever in all your Letterman Letterman appearances over? 40, I don't remember the exact number. Mm -hmm. Did you ever repeat a, an outfit? Were you conscious of that in all that time? No, I don't think I did repeat any outfits. No, I was, I was aware of that. And also, at the beginning times, sometimes it would be two, three times a year. And so then you sort of know. And then, sure. and then about, I don't know how many years in, 10 years in, let's say, it got to be, I was just going on once a year. So you could remember what you wore last year, and then by the time two, three years go by, you know, I, I would just be conscious. I'd be wearing something that I just got yeah. in the last year. So that was my workaround. In case anyone out there is trying to avoid wearing the same outfit to the funeral of the, well, you only have to go to one person's funeral one time. So you can really get, just get a funeral outfit. It's not like a talk show at all, is it? Funeral. I got a funeral outfit. Yeah, do you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's your go-to? I mean, it's just mostly black. Honestly, if I, I, I think the only black shirt though, also, I, yeah, black shirt, yeah. not black tie, uh, you know, pattern tie over the black shirt mm. that has a little black. I'm surprised it. you're still wearing a tie. I feel like a lot of people have just said goodbye to the tie. It's the only time a guy like me wears a tie. Mm -hmm. I don't. I have no other occasions of dressing up more than a t-shirt. I have so many nice ties, like vintage neckties, and I was in, I was in a. Now what do they call them? Uh, about like a vintage, like or or a sure, like a secondhand, not yeah. a thrift store, but one of the higher end ones. And I saw these same ties. They're selling them for twenty, thirty dollars. I'm telling you, I'm sitting on top of a fortune. If I could just stand to interact with the people <laughs> who might want to want those ties. Yes, you think you have a tie that's worth twenty, thirty dollars, and then they're going to show up and go. I mean, I'll I'll take six of these for fifteen. Yeah, I know. That's those. Those are the here's this. I just had this idea. And so I'm going to say it right now. Let's go. Next time I come to Acme, now from now for my gigs, I'm just going to bring instead. Forget about T-shirts were some joke for my act. Forget about CDs or DVDs. Who yes. who needs those? Yes. I'm just going to start selling my own clothes from before. Yes. I say once you get out of uh, the ties are all gone, then you move up to the shirts. The I have pants. some awesome '40s neckties that were given to me by Rob Schneider. 
Well, you. I don't know if that's a value you, add or you, not. You but, hold on to those, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Uh. <laughs> you got to sell them to the Rob Schneider fans now before they're all dead. I mean, soon, one day, all of our fans are going to be dying. All, the, the idea is you want to die before all your fans die, I think. That's why I'm trying to get younger fans. There you go. So, there I, don't, you... so I don't have to die. So along those lines, uh-huh. you are putting some of these old uh, stand-up clips on social media. On the Instagram and the Facebook. And I still haven't fi- – I've got a TikTok account, but my daughter is really afraid that I'm going to start posting things. Um, but, yeah, I've started to post them because someone said you can post your old stand-up in just these 30 to 60-second chunks and yeah. put subtitles on it, and then you can get more followers and pay me people will come to your show. That's what I'm hoping. I, I don't know. I don't know what – I'm just like somebody tells me – I can't tell you how long people have been telling me to do that, but it's more than two years, yeah. and I'm, now I'm finally doing it. Right. So it's probably only going to work with the algorithm. We're trying to satisfy what a robot wants anyway. We're trying to convince a robot – to show videos of ourselves to other human beings to try and get them to come to our comedy shows. But the robot can't know that you want other people to come to your comedy show, or then it tries to not show your videos to the other people. It tries to get you to pay hey, yeah. the robot right. Don't let to them know show what you it do. to other people. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. I know. So it's we got to be very crafty. So we're already trying to operate secretly in the world of robots. That's yes. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's It's not too late it's it's past early for you to go out there if you're sitting right now next to the robot ai switch that you could turn it off please take action right immediately this is i'm not even sure i'm not sure how i'm um how to ask this but like going back to like before i mean you were doing comedy before the internet and Mm. it was letter you know like doing letterman and you know tv spots and touring um there wasn't that going vi- like going viral didn't I think, exist. I think I was doing comedy before VCRs. So I that's funny that you say that. I have actually Like I, when I started comedy and uh, my parents called my apartment and they got my answering machine which I had to have because sometimes people are calling you to maybe book you on a show so you need an answering machine. My parents thought I was some kind of too big for his pants a-hole because I had an answering machine like and they were (laughs) stymied by it and that was when there was a machine in your house with a cassette tape in it and then a micro cassette and then it went to voicemail which we have now there's no machine in your house anymore but uh, I probably somewhere have a micro cassette with some girlfriend who broke my heart leaving me some sweet message that I saved forever because I was such a emotional mess that's probably somewhere in my forget about things that i need to sell that's something that needs to be gone but where is it I oh can't that find needs it. to be uh transferred to youtube is what it needs to be done and shared with everyone uh-huh yeah and then i'll cry alongside of it i'll do one of those instagram videos where one side is that tape playing and the other side is yes. me crying oh my or goodness. me just giving the finger I got so many ways that I could go. Oh, j- yes. And then that goes viral, and then people skip the first part, and then they just do their own split screen against you crying. Or they yeah, or they it get into what on. a jerk I am. Like, the, you can tell that he was abusive to her <laughs> by the sound of this video, and my life gets ruined. No, I don't have time for that. 40 years later, and we're all on her side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We can see why. We can see why. So, uh... Yes, 1982, is that right, when you started comedy? Yes, that's right. That's right. So I actually looked up some things that uh, debuted in 1982. 
Great. Are you prepared for this? Yeah. No, I'm not. This is going to be emotionally tough for me. Well, I'll give you And there's people listening, I'm sure, who were not born until after that. Oh, yeah. Correct. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Uh, well, this is an, I don't know, should I, we'll start with this one. Okay. This was invented. Er, when you say these things, then what do I do? We'll see. That's what, that's what this is about, right? You say a thing and then we'll see what I say. Yes. Okay. I get it now. Ready? Number one. I literally, I just looked this up. Um, while I was driving, I thought of this. Mm -hmm. Great idea. Thank you. How to hurt an old guy's feelings. Go. So the first thing that was invented in 1982, the year you started comedy, the English language. <laughs> no, that's not true because I, yeah, I, sp I was speaking English prior to that comedy. Is an yeah, okay, lie. fair enough. No, uh, Bud Light. Mm. Isn't yep. that interesting? Interesting. And look how great Bud Light is. <laughs> Nobody even makes jokes about how. It's just, why not just drink water? Nobody even makes those light beer jokes that they used to make because no. so many people love light beer. Oh, I mean. It's the kind of beer to drink when you're going to be drinking a lot of beers. Like when you're a danger to yourself. That's how many beers you're going to drink. Go to light beer because you're limited by it. Like you can't, you got to go to the toilet and that's going to be, you can't drink beer. Well, you could drink beer while you're going to the toilet. Most people don't. And so that's a limiting factor to slow you down. So light beer has gone from the beer to drink if you're not an alcoholic to the beer to drink if you're really a problem drinker. And don't knock uh, drinking on the toilet until you try it. Right. Boom. But don't eat on. Don't eat while you're pooping. No, not eat. Don't. No, don't eat. No food. I feel like you interrupted me a little bit. And there are young people listening who don't know this. Don't eat while you're pooping. You're going to complete a circuit in your brain that you wish you didn't complete. That's all. I'm not going to say anything else about it. Okay, what's the next one? You know how you know how things go. Like, uh, like kids are they'll buy like this. Uh, it was a couple of weeks ago. They were buying this um, uh, bubble gum that is like the heat of uh, you know pepper spray, uh -huh. and then they're poisoning themselves by you know doing these TikTok challenges of you know well, how long or can, the can spoon, you choose the spoonful of cinnamon? Or right. That, yes. This is oh look if. This is going to be the next people TikTok challenge, people, eating and pooping. People who are eating a burrito while they're shitting, I can't wait. Go, please, begin now. <laughs> Hashtag poop and eat. Eat and poop. Uh, I'll go, go on. There's a few more here I'll throw out here. Uh, 1982, CD players. What did you do before CDs, They came out in, in 1982. I feel like CD players were after that. So I had a friend of mine who was an engineer, like a like a... He went to school to become an engineering engineer school, yeah. and he was super excited. I think he might have been a computer. He definitely did computer stuff, but he was so excited when CDs came out that he didn't have to be careful with his vinyl anymore, and he had all of his CDs in a car just like with a, with a rope, or maybe they were on a dowel. They were just stacked on top of each other because he thought, these are indestructible, and I can just shuffle them, have, throw them in a bag. With, no. He had them out of their cases. Oh, no. And oh, he no. Because he didn't realize they're delicate, and they could get scratched. And so he had his whole music collection that he bought on CDs, and then he destroyed them all because he didn't understand them. And this was an engineering guy. So there's a, oh. there's a funny CD. I don't know if that's funny, but I still have CDs that I've made of my show that I'm trying to get rid of after shows like literally please what pay what you want these are great keepsakes they're 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 like you they're like a picture there's art on the front forget about the disc you can use it as a coaster or hang it in a tree and it'll spin around and the light will reflect oh, off it's of pretty. it it'll scare away crows uh, but just please 
come to the show, get my CD, and then turn off the artificial intelligence. <laughs> oh, we have to, uh, let's see here. We got uh, Miss Pac-Man, a Nike Air Force Ones. I loved Miss Pac-Man. Yeah, uh, Pepsi Free. Remember that? No. Pepsi Free. What is it? Is it zero uh, Pepsi? Most people know Pepsi Free because of a moment in Back to the Future. Ma Marty finds himself in a diner in 1955. He asks, asks for a Pepsi Free. The disgrunk disgruntled chef spits back, if you want a Pepsi, you're going to pay for it. Uh, whatever that meant. Uh, yeah. Well, because a, he uh, thought he meant. It is 100% NutraSweet Pepsi. Yeah. Yeah. Poison, yeah. basically. NutraSweet. Right. Yeah. It's great. If you've got rats, it's great. <laughs> You just put it out there. They love it, and they they all have a heart attack, or they get diarrhea. I can't remember which one it is. That's very funny. Have you ever been? Uh, so a friend of mine started. He's never done stand up. Um, mm -hmm. So few of the so few of those people left. <laughs> so he's in the minority. Is what I'm trying to mm -hmm. say. Uh, yep. No. He has never done stand-up until as of a few weeks ago, but he's not in a comedy club. He's doing this virtual thing. Not, and it's not, uh, Zoom. You know, like, it's not Zoom. This is where he's putting on, you know, like, those Oculus oh. virtual reality glasses yes. and going in a virtual comedy club. Uh, yep. Yeah. I went to one of those shows kind of at the tail end of the pandemic when my wife was sick. She's a cancer survivor yes. now. And uh, nobody wants to be a cancer survivor. I mean, if I said, hey, would you like to be a cancer survivor? You'd say no. But once you get cancer, that's all you want to be. So that's my wife is one of those. But that's awesome. when she thank you. Um, so when she was sick and I couldn't go out on the road, a friend of mine was doing one of those virtual shows. And I borrowed somebody's Oculus you did. headset. And I tried to do it. But I could just being in the waiting room. And this has to do with whoever designs the engineering of the virtual space. Because there are, I could do some things on the Oculus, some of the big developed games and stuff. But to go into this space that was created to do the comedy show, I got so nauseous and motion sickness oh. disoriented and then also i was revolted by the whole premise that i got now I, what i got to do a comedy show like my body looks like a cone and my head looks like some avatar of myself and then my hands are just floating around freely you can't gesture or oh uh, it was so i watched the one my friend did and it was great he, was, he gestured like he had, was doing like act outs and I, I don't know how i don't know the technology that makes that well happen. it'd be great if you were I guess you're still not allowed to do impressions of other... You can't do an accent of anyone from another country unless you are a person from that country who doesn't have an accent. Or sometimes, if you're a person who fits that description, there are some other countries that you can do accents of. But it would be awesome if you could just full-on do a... You could change your face and become the other... Or would that be awesome? That would probably be... Would that be racist or cultural appropriation, or I what would it be? I don't know. Are you saying you want to go in disguise and try it again? I, it may not be. It may not be too late for me to be a Def Jam comedian. I mean, yeah, right. Yeah. Huh? I, I think you. I think what you're trying to tell me is you have some jokes in a notebook somewhere that you want to do, mm. but can't. Mm. And I can't even mention the. I can't even mention the top of the folder of the notebook that I've got. That I can't even talk about. No, that. that's a word that people don't say anymore. There's so many things we can't uh, do. This cultural appropriation thing, I thought we were supposed to, I thought that was the whole idea. Like if I go to a Thai restaurant, 
I'm allowed to enjoy the Thai food, but then can I make Thai food? I think I'm allowed to make Thai food, but I can't dress up in a Thai outfit. Is that right? <laughs> I have a sombrero, and I just don't know what I'm supposed to do with it. You serve chips out of that, Jake. You put cheese no, in the middle. No, it's kind you're... of felt, and it's got a little sweat stain on the inside. <laughs> I mean, I actually use this sombrero in the past. I can only wear the sombrero around the house. Whoa, okay. <laughs> yeah. Taco Tuesdays at our house. It's pretty good. <laughs> Senor Johansson. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. That whole cultural appropriation thing uh, confuses me very much. Well, I know I uh, I don't want to do anything to offend anybody anywhere. I know that's for sure. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I I would say you don't put the you don't put the the uh, the outfit on and then open a restaurant and maybe that's what people get upset about, right? Like, no, they I, get I the restaurant. Know. But I don't. But again, I have no idea. I'm white. What do There's I know? so many ways to make a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, are you still ta- are you still mentioning sex robots on stage? Yes, you are. I've still got a couple of sex robot T-shirts. I'm trying to <laughs> move. Well, that wasn't that wasn't what I was getting to, but that's good. Yeah, I sex purchased robot? one of those from you at one point. The T-shirt. You haven't purchased a sex robot, have you? No, no. But I. Didn't. I mean, the future is going to be. We're going to be sort of in trouble uh, because I think a lot of people are going to choose sex robots, and not just. Uh, men, women are going to choose sex robots. There's nothing going to be better than staying at home with your sex robot on a Saturday night. I mean, it's getting really complicated. I've got friends who are trying to date on the apps. Sure, real people. Yeah, real people who are trying to date real other people. With the sex robot, I feel like it's like a big investment, and then, you know, the more you use it, it pays for itself, probably. Well, when you figure out the long-term costs of being married, I mean, if it doesn't go right, you're really in trouble. Like half of everything, if you're lucky, whereas a sex robot, even if you're, you decide you're out, you've fallen out with your sex robot, you just take it out to the, when it's gone, it's gone pile in front of your house, and then that's it. <laughs> maybe uh, rin- so maybe rinse a- it off first. <laughs> a light rinse? Yeah. Just- maybe just shake it a little? I think you got to rinse, rinse it out. I mean, if you bring a bloody sex robot up to the street, <laughs> that's you're gonna somebody's gonna call the police. So this is amazing that we, that we got to this here. While uh, while the increasing imports of sex dolls serve to comfort lonely men in Korea, they're also frightening some men, particularly garbage collectors. According to the Pioneer Press, is this a story from 1982 or is this? This is a- this was printed April. What is the date today? April. Wait, that's the future. April. Oh, wait, China. This is some news from the future. This is news from the future. April 14th of 2023. I found this in the future. Uh-huh. Yeah, that doesn't really make sense. Are they two days ahead of us in Korea? That can't be possible. In well, any case. the internet sometimes is running a couple days ahead. <laughs> wow. Well, here we go. So, so maybe this is happening. Maybe this is actually happening as I'm reading it in, their, uh-huh. reading in the future, and I'm reading it in the current. Okay, so according to this uh, local uh, Korean newspaper, a garbage collector recalled his frightening encounter with a sex doll at work. He says, quote, I saw a bit of hair in a trash pile and pulled at it, assuming to be a wig. What I got was a beheaded woman. Can you imagine how uh, much that frightened me at first, assuming it was a real dead body? I can. I can too. <laughs> uh, he went on to say that instead of throwing away the doll as a whole, the owner dismembered the doll and wrapped the parts separately. <laughs> okay, 
Here's a better story. I like this story because it's it's like this this guy went full serial killer on his sex doll, right? His sex robot. He cut it up, dismembered it, yes, and wrapped it in plastic. Probably destroyed the. I don't know what he was thinking. Yeah, right. I'm surprised he didn't like scatter it all over the city, right? Like, he's stopping at a gas station, putting one in here. And- so listen, I'm a garbage collector. I was having sex with a robot that I found in the trash, and only. When it was too late, did I realize that it was a corpse? <laughs> they say that that's a that's a better job than you think. You know, trash collector. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, they're strong. Don't. I mean, I don't know now because they got the 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 trucks that lift up the cans. But in the old days, where you had to get off and on the truck and pick up the can and throw it the back in the back, those do not start. Do not start in with the trash collector. No, no. Because that guy is, he's got functional strength. Yeah, Popeye arms. That's what they call it now, functional strength. Functional strength. Okay. Functional strength. Are you still uh, surfing, Jake Johansson? I surf sometimes, but now I'm a uh, a one-stripe purple belt in jiu-jitsu, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. That sounds impressive. I don't know what that means. Congratulations. Uh, Well, it goes uh, white belt, blue belt, purple belt, brown belt, black belt. So. Um, I'm on my way. I'm, I'm old though too, so I'm not. It's not like I'm a threat. I'm well. I mean, I do okay against the new guys who come into the gym, but you know, some you're 20, 30 years old and you're strong. It's going to be a problem for me. But I'm going to do my best. I enjoy it. So I, mostly that's where I'm dumping my time. I'm do, I'm going in uh, three to five times, usually around four times a week, to train with the other people who are at the. Uh, academy and I really enjoy it. I love the people I've met doing that and the skills that I've acquired. It's a great workout and uh, it's been great for my lifestyle and overall health. I really enjoy Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and I'm a huge advocate of that particular martial art and martial arts in general for anyone as a way to increase your fitness and your self confidence and upgrade your peer group. I w- Upgrade your peer group. Yes. Um, Interesting. My wife is still surfing. I, I I don't have time for it as much because I'm doing more jujitsu, but I love the ocean and I get in the ocean. But yeah. my wife is more of a surfer now than I am. Yeah. Very, very cool. Uh, I don't. Are there tournaments that you do with that or is it just. I did a tournament last. Uh, it's it's by. it's The tournament goes by what belt you are. So what, how, what, what skills you've acquired. Yeah. And then. Um, what weight class you're in, and then your age group by five, it goes up by fives, roughly. Everybody under 30 is is considered the adult division, I think, and then and then it goes 30 to 35, or you know 31 to 36, whatever, until you finally get up to 61 is the oldest age division. As and as you might imagine, there aren't like I entered a tournament and uh, there were no other guys in my division, so you can either go and collect. A trophy for your fee to join to enter the tournament or you know you can go and they'll let you compete against someone who's, who's younger or oh heavier did you than do that you. i didn't do that no i get enough of that at the academy i mean i'm wrestling around there's one guy he's 40 years younger than me literally 40 years younger than i am and i was there the day he walked in so i used to manhandle this guy and now it's payback time you know <laughs> He's going to choke me. He's as old as Bud Light. It's just how long is it going to take? Yeah. (laughs) 
Wow, I wish I would have got into that. I guess it's not too late, right? I started when I was 57, so it's not too oh, late. Oh, well, I got I got I can I can sit out a little bit then still. All right. No, go in there. I I mean, if you love it, you're going to love it. If if it's not for you, it's not for you, but it's a great like I said, it's a great workout. It's also a flow experience. Like you are 100% physically and mentally present doing what you're doing, focused on yourself and your partner at that moment. All your troubles no matter what you've got going on in the world, that disappears, and you're just doing this with this other person. That's perfect. Have you ever been hit in the nose? I don't want to get hit in the nose, ever. Um, accidentally. Yeah. I do have this little scratch oh, on yeah, my nose. Oh, I did, yeah. That was insane. I'm like, you have And that happened Monday. Um, one of my friends. Oh, really? He just came around, and I, I think I think he just grazed me. The the gi, the, the kind of pajama thing that you wear, which is high durability cotton, and sometimes it has a little bit of a texture, and I think he just kind of forearmed across my nose and scratched it sure because my skin is thin because i'm fucking old <laughs> excuse my language but uh why yeah. thin so you feel sort of macho like they go jake you're bleeding and i'm like i'm okay and they go no you're bleeding on the mat you got to stop <laughs> it's a tiny cup but you won't stop bleeding jake <laughs> yeah no i had a i had to go and then the 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 black belt who's the you know the it's his it's his place. He comes in the back and he looks at my nose and he's like, "Oh, I, I won't stop." And he goes, "Fucking Frank, that's the other guy's name." He goes, "Fucking Frank," and uh, he's putting band aids on it and trying to tape it shut. And he goes, "No more. You can't go back out today." When you get a, I I've heard that when you become a black belt, you actually when you get cut, you don't bleed anymore. Is that true? Uh, that's wrong. That's wrong. Okay. <laughs> Because that would be a great benefit to being the master. It would, yeah. You're immortal. It turns <laughs> out immortal, you're yeah. immortal. You never. I that's get old. what it meant. You just have to change your name and move to another city every twenty years because it freaks people out that you're not dying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jake. Uh, I wish this was like the the glory days of Letterman, where you came back three times a year. We could keep doing this, but is it over? It is. I think. Yeah. I mean, this felt. This was so fun. That was over half and an hour. I feel like this is quality listening. Of course, you'd have to tell me one person who's listened to all of these, but I feel like this stacks up. Don't I, you? I humbly do too. Good. Yeah. Good. And to all you people who've only listened to this one, oh, have you got a big few months ahead of you? Quit your job. Quit your job and get some right uh, now. Space. Quit your job. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing at your job? Uh, so then quickly, the, the daily updates, they're kind of sporadic now from your um, office. I've been doing, I've been doing Tuesdays and Fridays, Facebook live, 3 PM California time, Tuesdays and Fridays, except like this week when I'm here or in a couple of weeks, I'm going to new Orleans for jazz fest, but next yeah. week I'll be on, um, which is to you who's listening to this whenever, don't think about it in terms of next week, just go to my Facebook live and also an Instagram and my Facebook, I'm posting those videos. Yes. I'm all. I'm going to try and put some more on YouTube. I'm going to look. It, don't hold your breath on TikTok. But I'm look. If they don't make it illegal, <laughs> I'm going to try and do it because that's what our robot robot overlords want is for us to all get on TikTok. Yeah. We'll see which uh, happens first. It, it's uh, banned or <laughs> you uh, or we all have place. to do it. It's yeah. banned. Either it's going to be banned or it's going to be mandatory. Exactly. I can't really tell. Um, It'll and, be like uh, the uh, when they were, you know, making us get the, uh, you know, show your vaccination card. It'll be like, you're on TikTok, right? Fuck out of here. I'm not even sure where my vaccination card is right now. Are you? Do you know where yours is? Uh, I, I do actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I do actually. It's in a, uh, it's in a, uh, a drawer somewhere at home. 
yeah. with a bunch of other stuff I don't need anymore. It's going to be great when all that stuff is just downloaded into a chip in our spine, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bring it on. Thanks, Jake. Thank you.